0: The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives.
1: <fart noise> hmm, hmm, hmm. Necessary rough when I bust into your zones, microphones get crushed down. I, I break the surface down with dust. Uh, I do what I must I do with the rush.
2: <laughs> Hey yo! Good morning and welcome to Necessary Roughness. This is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey hey! Welcome back. Thank you. And the Brian Blankenship still here. Later on in the show, we'll be joined by Darvio the Kingpin Maro from the Outlaws Radio Show. But for the time being, Christy, since you weren't here last week, how has been? Have your past two weeks been?
3: Good, really good. Last week I was out. I had parent-teacher conferences for my oldest, um, which <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Which you guys already said I look like a nerd <laughs> just, right now. So. Yeah, she so has so. a new
2: hairdo <laughs> and some new glasses, which she, is sexy. The hairdo. She Thank looks you. like the basic white girl, <laughs> momming and, it up.
3: And this, and my spectacles are phenomenal. So she has
2: her bedazzled T-shirt.
3: I do. My chaos coordinator. <laughs> I coordinate the chaos that is my brood. Um but anyway, and so I go into these parent teacher conferences like all nervous like what are they going to say? And and she's like perfect. She's like 100% in everything and she's like 105% in spelling. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's she's great. So I'm like, "Why why do I get like nervous?" Why?
2: So with I- the spelling, does she take after you or Jay?
3: Um he thinks that he's a good speller and sometimes he is, but he does the numbers, I do the words. So, probably me, but I don't know. I don't remember being that good of a speller in elementary school. I don't, I think she's just really smart, and I think she gets that on her own, so.
4: I don't get that. I work with numbers all day, but my wife takes care of all that. <laughs> 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 like It's one of them things where it's like overload. And you're just yeah. like, oh, you want to get home and just like, I don't, I don't want to think about that. You I, yeah. like,
2: I want to do your job for the pay, but I don't want to do it for the numbers. Yeah, right.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The numbers are crazy, but it's pretty good. I'm that on my end. Life.
2: Brian, how was your week? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, what did I do this week? Uh, one word can describe that. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and i loved every single second of it i needed i needed a week away so i kind of just relaxed i had, obviously I had to work a lot but other than work man i when i had free time i took advantage of it i slept i you know
3: so jealous oh yeah you that's should be amazing. right what is
4: sleep you should be jealous amazing. i slept so i think i think on monday night i went to sleep i didn't go to sleep till like three in the morning. And then when I woke up Tuesday It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon I Dang. was like yes
2: What were you doing up until 3 in the morning?
4: I, just, I can't sleep play, Probably playing Madden <laughs> know, Something More you still night.
2: haven't done against me yet <laughs> You're right you still I'm it. still waiting
4: and, Which and one are you playing?
2: I don't have the newest one well, You still have 17 yeah, That's not. It's not the same,
3: it's Why not? The same. Do the Peyton Maybe I one. want
2: Leonard Fournette Did you really just say do the Peyton Hillis one?
3: Yeah, remember when he was on the cover a couple
2: years ago? It's like the only good thing the Browns have had since they came back in 99. I know, I know. I'm just saying, maybe I want
4: to play with the the Vikings and I want Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Okay, maybe if I want to be the Browns because I know I'm. So then just here, kill you. You
2: buy me uh, the new one, and then I'll play you in it. Why would I oh buy
3: you the this new? Is one? This is so petty right now, you guys. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> Two grown men arguing over which Madden they yeah, want to, play, he each wants other to in. play.
4: But he wants to play like six versions ago. That's all he wants. Want to play. play one version ago? We might as well play Tecmo. Let's get together and play Tecmo. Do that, it, dude. I'm that is though.
2: way overdramatic. There, I'm. I, I got Bo I'm Jackson. So excited. I don't know. Yes, <gasps> yeah, I got Bo. Oh
3: my gosh, he was my first. Like he was my first crush. Like my first. She crush. just got way I too excited for that. Love Bo Jackson. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love him. Really oh, cool. Omg. This no, is, really. Let me get my Starbucks. This, I got this. this <laughs> will
4: happen before the end of this will happen before the NFL uh, before the end of the NFL season. We will. Play. We
2: got to have some type of bet on it. Too. Caramel yeah, brulee latte. What? <laughs> 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 she
4: is in full soccer mom mode she today. really is we got a
3: week off i'm good right. i'm good she's got
4: plenty of material she worked on it we know she researches that, them, them glasses let me know she researches looking like a
2: librarian <laughs> all right so yeah my week was just a normal week Gavin. Not, yeah gavin yeah. Do you Just,
3: eat all, all that Mally's chocolate yet?
2: Uh, Most of it.
3: I see that you brought some in for us. Not at all. Sarcasm. Right. Sorry. That will never happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's all in my belly. <laughs> I, I, we, we, I
4: can see Eric literally when we... He's like, yeah, I'll grab you guys something. stops getting get McChickens or something. Right? On the way here, be like, I only got one left.
2: Really? (laughs) First of all, I'm not going to be getting you McChickens first thing in the morning. I might get you some McMuffins, but... Either
4: way. Either way. I'll take
3: either. I'll take anything from McDonald's, pretty much. I didn't think
2: chocolate was good enough to start off for breakfast. All right.
3: Uh, Uh, Chocolate is good for any time.
2: You know what? I just almost alienated alienated our woman listeners and said, that's a woman (laughs) thing.
4: That's ice cream.
3: I don't even... uh, <laughs> boo! I know plenty of men who go bananas for ice cream. Well, you, put
4: ban- you put bananas in your ice cream too?
3: No. All I can think I of don't was, fruit my is ice
2: bananas. B
4: A N A N A
3: S.
2: Oh God!
4: What a start. Anyways,
2: know, right? we are a mess. Or so awesome. I don't know. What- <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, probably. We're a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad you just looked at me like that. I, I, didn't, I didn't have anything else to say. I was just so, going. <laughs> let's uh, move on to the biggest uh, hot mess of the week. True that. Um, The biggest story that came out over the week was um, Colin Kaepernick getting the GQ Citizen of the Year award.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, who wants to go first on what their thoughts
3: on this were? Because I'm going last. Go <laughs> ahead, Christy. Of course, you would. Um. <clears throat> i mean i I guess i can see I can see why the nomination, but I can't get over the fact that j j. Watt raised like an absurd amount of money like just asinine amount of money for um the people of Texas and relief efforts and that kind of stuff and um and nothing I'm, that that seems silly to me, but I'm going to let you
4: go on, but literally, the only thing I have written on my notes is J.J. Watt, Hurricane Harvey relief. So, I mean, I, I Look agree at you guys that. rowing the same boat. Yeah, right,
3: right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I understand that there's a lot of political things and um, stuff like that behind what Colin Kaepernick was doing, is doing, trying to do, all that kind of stuff. But I just can't get over the fact that there's so many more tangible examples of people that should be um should be awarded that but i mean we live in some strange times where this is going to be a little controversial a man wins woman of the year Caitlyn jenner so <laughs> you know i guess kind of like welcome to 2017 i don't know i right. mean i guess this is what we're all about now new era so, a lot I, of yeah. things.
4: right um i'm gonna i'm gonna just start by saying this first of all Uh, Eric, real quick question to you. Do you read Gentleman's Quarterly magazine?
2: I do not, and I feel like you're about to take my (laughs) point from me.
4: Where where do you find Gentleman's Quarterly magazine if you do read it?
2: I just said I don't read it, so I have no idea.
4: (laughs) You find it at barbershops in the the waiting room of hospitals. You see it right next to your toilet. (laughs) That's about it, right? So the point that I'm making is I just find this very irrelevant especially the biggest concern for me is or not concern the biggest situation here is this is the first time they've even announced a citizen of the year they've never done this award i think what they do is um they just make up awards for the hottest topics of the year so whatever is going on because colin kaepernick's name was brought up so much and whatever was going on they they come up with a reason to to put him on the pedestal you know, of what he's done, you know, and they come up with a title for it. It's almost like saying, you know, uh, let's see, Deshaun Kaiser, you know, he, the most interceptions by a rookie in 2018, the year of the year award, you know, something stupid, you know, it's, it's a dundee,
3: a, yeah, It's a dundee. They don't
4: come up with a lot of the like they always. Did, in this particular, this is only the first time. I just don't see it being a regular thing, and is and because it was the first time, I don't take it that seriously. But I do believe that it was uh, kind of controversial from the simple fact that yes, I believe that what he has done and what he's work, you know, working on and what everything that he's gone through. I think that it is formidable to bring it up but the JJ Watt hurricane Harvey relief thing was so big for what that whole entire city and everything that he literally had an ideal of only making like what I think he said raising it started. Oh, I'll raise a million. Then I'll raise. Oh, okay. I'm going to try to raise two, three million. Oh, and it just got big. He got, he made so much money and he didn't profit of anything of it. So to not say that he is, I, I, I get it. But at the same time, I just think it's an irrelevant award and I don't take it that seriously and it just adds to the, the problem of why we keep bringing Kaepernick's name up and making it worse than it actually is. Mm. We need, like, Kaepernick's name and everything he's going through and everything that he originally stood for. He's getting awards. What is he going to say? He didn't do an interview for the. There's no interview in there. He's on the front cover. That's it. There's no interview, so it's not like he accepted this and they asked him questions about what's going on. They just decided to do this. That's what makes it completely irrelevant. Mm.
2: Alright, so let me clarify my statements at the beginning when I said that it was the hot mess of the week. Um, The reason I say that is it was done for all the wrong reasons. Um, GQ is more than likely, I'm not going to say they are because I don't know the actual stats, but more than likely hurting for numbers. They wanted to sell magazines and or subscriptions, whatever you want. Because they knew when they did this, it was a marketing strategy. They knew that everybody, whether they support or don't support what Colin Kaepernick has been doing, was going to want to read this article just based off how controversial it was. If you don't support what Colin Kaepernick has been doing, you're going to want to read the article to see why they're claiming he should be Citizen of the Year. If you do support, you're going to be happy that he got it. So you're going to go buy it so you can read it and say, oh, yeah, they got good reasons for why they chose him. So to me, in my mind, it was just a marketing scheme to sell magazines to make money. I don't think that it was done for the reason that it should have been done. Um, when I said it was a hot mess, I don't think that what he's been doing has been a hot mess. Um Like you mentioned, they didn't even interview him for the article. So uh, part of the reason for that is he wanted to remain silent as he's done this whole time. And so it's just... The original reasoning behind it for kneeling uh, about uh, police brutality in the African-American community, I support it. I, I, it's, it's great. Um, for those of our listeners who don't agree with me, I'm sorry, but that's just my viewpoint. Um, it was never meant to be anything about disrespecting our veterans or our flag or anything like that. It was just simply a stance to use his platform to protest something he didn't believe in. It was the mainstream media and uh, the president and whoever else you want to throw in there that turned it into being about the military and the flag. So I'm not trying to make light of what he was doing. I'm trying to say that I feel as though the magazine almost, in my mind, disrespected the movement, disrespected everything that he was trying to kneel for. In giving him this, like you said, bogus award that they've never given out before. Never. So it's almost like you're you're just making light of it just because you want to get some extra sales. And to me, I don't agree with that. And if anybody from GQ hears this, I hope it pisses you off because I don't think it was done for any of the right reasons at all. It wasn't done to bring awareness to it the way it should be brought or anything.
4: But what it has done is it made us talk about it like we're doing right now, right?
2: It's it's made us bring it back in, back, bring attention back to it. But and is it being is it productive? What is it doing?
4: The issue is is that our listeners, whoever's listening out there right now, may there could be somebody who's listening and is going to say, "Oh man, you know, I didn't even know about this. I'm, I'm let me go find out, go buy a GQ, you know, something of that manner." So it's it's just raising the spectrum for for GQ more than Colin Kaepernick and like I said well I just I, I personally want to know did Colin Kaepernick hit them up or his agent and say am I getting any royalties for y'all putting my face on this magazine and, Well and then so
2: it was almost like they recreated that picture of Muhammad Ali.
4: Yeah. And it, so I mean I just the whole thing like you said I agree it's a completely disrespectful to the movement of what it actually meant from the beginning and we've already swayed away from what it meant and it's getting worse you know, the the movement is turning into something completely different
2: and has turned into something completely different. All while he's still being completely blackballed By when him. he should be in the league when he's not, even though he's better than probably a good majority of the backups, say, if not a couple of the starters in the league. I
3: got to say, though, like even though you, you had mentioned that you thought it was um, – kind of like a bogus I mean it is it's it's new and things like that I I think it's the opposite I think they're trying to say what he is doing is good and the fact that he is blackballed is ridiculous that's the message I'm receiving like he is a better citizen than J.J. Watt well
2: I don't think he's a better citizen for J.J. Watt or than J.J. Watt but we got to take a quick break. We'll be back right here shortly on Necessary Roughness. This
1: is Darvio the Kingpin Morrow. I want you to check out my new song Unconditional featuring Dan Smith. <laughs> I not I know that I'm a harshest critic. I'm just trying to deal with it. I take it back cuz this ain't complicated. You're simple. We all looking for something no, that's no, I'm unconditional. Not perfect, no. 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 Made my mistakes and now. Get unconditional now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records.
2: Yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. Before the break, Christy, you were starting to make a point about J.J. Watt.
3: Yeah, um... So, we were discussing um, how uh, Colin Kaepernick was GQ's Citizen of the Year. And um, I had said, I think that, well, you guys were kind of discussing that it brings down everything that Colin Kaepernick was saying because it's kind of a bogus award and that kind of thing. But honestly, I think the intent, now maybe it was, you know, misrepresented or whatever, but I think the intent was to highlight that and to say what he was doing is a good thing and the fact that he is um, not playing in the league is is a bad thing and they were trying to say that that makes him a better citizen than J.J. Watt and you, Eric, said that he, you didn't think that he is a better citizen and neither do I but I still don't think that it's inherently putting down everything that he was doing but that's I don't all think, I wanted to say.
2: Maybe my point was misconstrued, I I don't think it's bringing down what he did. I just think that they did the article and gave him this bogus award for all the wrong reasons. They wanted... The readers, they well, wanted course, to sell that's, magazines. That's media, though, they that wanted to appeal every, to the masses. Yeah,
3: that's all of media, though. I mean, that's all, that's what their that's their job. That's all and it was it was a marketing really, scheme. But you can't really fault them for wanting viewership and things like that. And they could have had some good intentions, like let's like Colin Kaepernick's not getting a fair shake. Let's do this and and. Say that he is or we're supporting him or something like that, so
4: the fact that the this is the first ever time this award has given it out to you doesn't make it a bogus an award, a bogus award.
3: I mean, I don't really I don't take like a whole lot of stock in it, but I don't think that it's as bad as you guys are making it up to be. But
4: I just think when you make up an award just to, to put Colin Kaepernick into some conversation just explains to me that you're you're dying for, for views. But isn't
3: what he wanted like to open up dialogue and start people talking about this kind of thing? Like wouldn't that be a good thing if we should be talking about him and isn't it's, that a good thing?
4: Maybe I'm maybe I'm going off record a little bit here, but it's like remember when the ALS challenge went on? Right.
3: Yeah. The ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Yeah. What
4: happened? I did that.
3: Exactly. They raised that's, a and that's lot the thing. of money.
4: And that's the thing right there, Eric. You just got super excited about the fact that you did the challenge. I didn't porn. get excited.
2: I was mid yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's too early in the morning.
4: All right. Like you, you go ahead and people get excited about doing the challenge, but they have no idea what it's actually for. Um,
3: really there were a lot of people that I, I'm not saying not everybody I'm not saying
4: it. everybody but this is the same type of situation and, they, and the ALS like um
3: society they raised a lot of money for research and into it at through the that same, challenge and so it's actually a good thing okay
4: and what has <laughs> and what and what has Colin Kaepernick raised from this other than more scrutiny for what's going on in the world. Like, it it has turned into a whole different scenario than what he started with. J.J. Watts' thing was... Was automatic. You knew what he was going for. Oh,
3: absolutely. I'm, I'm totally like he. If, if anybody was going to win it, I feel like he should have won it. Like I'm not disputing it, that at all. I'm just saying like I kind of disagree with the, the slant that you guys have taken again, that shame on GQ kind of. Uh, well, that's concept.
4: the thing is that I it is shame on GQ. Yeah. I'm with Eric on it because of the fact that I'm not saying anything wrong with Colin Kaepernick. I think what he's done is great because it had to be done because he seen something going wrong and he did something. about about it Mm -hmm. he stood up for it i'm all for that completely but i am not for people taking advantage of that and using it for their own reason their own gain that's what it is this is capital gain by gq this does not have nothing to do with cop they don't care and that's the thing is that we know people in the world are going to go ahead i don't think that i mean but that i bet i
3: bet my thing is a large portion of that to go along
2: with what brian is saying is it's If they had been given the GQ Citizen of the Year Award for, say, every year for the past five, ten years, that's one thing. But when you're making a a specific award just to highlight what this one person has done to take advantage of how controversial it has been so you can get your your readers and your subscribers and all that up, that's not cool. Welcome to
3: capitalism. Yep. There I'll just say
4: this. I'm gonna look it up now. I'm trying to find out if they had votes on this, like if they had who finished in second. Oh uh, yeah, and that third. would have been interesting. Because yeah, if they did
3: like nominees or but, something. But that's the
4: thing. If there weren't nominees, then you just said, hmm, we want to talk about Colin Kaepernick. What do we want to name the award to give him? Because you didn't have,
3: or no, that just that we want to give him an award so we can write an article. Exactly.
4: About him. Yeah. So yeah. So that that's that's where it's coming in. Let's write an article about him. Let's give him oh, an award and make him. You know, put them on a pedestal so that people are willing to to read this. And then that's what just basically what happened. So that wraps up that. Anywho. You know, I, I'm pretty sure LeBron was in that voting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, look what he does for the, you know, the Northeast Ohio. Look what he does for New York. He's the new king of New York. I ah, know, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is that transition game we talked about last <laughs> week. <laughs>
3: But Brian, you're on
4: point, man. I know. I know. I'm trying to get to it. Trying to get to it. What you got for
2: us, Eric? You tell me. You're the one that wanted to um, run with this one.
3: Yeah. I, okay. So <laughs> the so
4: way the way LeBron ran yeah, all over New York. Yeah, right. It, it literally, he rode the subway, too. Did you guys see that? Yes. No. The whole team got on the subway. Oh, didn't stop. they
2: say it was like, yeah. yeah they, the it team. was like a uh, six-minute or nine-minute subway ride mm, yep. compared to like a 20-minute car ride right they Was had it a whole...
3: like a gold plated private no no
2: they were tower. on the actual subway they were the regular
4: people the video shows all them walking down the subway Stop to the it. subway sitting there waiting for it and lebron saying yeah this is the, this ain't the first time i've rode it before he's like i just hope that it shows up or we're getting on the right one and it shows up on time and they're all sitting there and you can see normal people sitting there with them trying to keep it cool, not trying to freak out or whatever the case may be. And J.R. Smith says, yeah, this is that real life, you know, real life stuff here. None of that pretense stuff. And they were all, they were in basketball shorts. You see uh, Dwayne yeah. Wade was in warmups with uh, ice packs on his knee. <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> they all had their hoods up.
2: Yeah, their, hoods on. It's like they wanted to be seen, but they didn't all at the same time. Yeah, they just were kind of well, just then, exclu- I mean when We're going to
3: pretend to be cool.
2: Yeah. Hey, let's all wear With our red, Beats headphones. Let's all
3: wear
4: our wine and gold and then put our hoods up and i'll be six foot six six foot seven Clearly, and hope that they the don't Cleveland see us Cavaliers. well did,
2: did you see when lebron was recording that he went to go put that one guy on camera and he like immediately put his hand <laughs> right. up like nope i don't consent to this <laughs>
4: <laughs> well oh my so that was just the beginning of their their trip in new york their one little game in new york uh this week um So LeBron was in the news for going ahead and making a comment after the game uh, that he played against Dallas the two nights before where he mentioned about Dennis Smith Jr., the point guard for the Knicks. I mean, excuse me, for the Mavericks. Uh, The Mavericks drafted Dennis Smith Jr. with the number nine pick in uh, this this past year's draft. With the eighth pick, the New York Knicks took Frank – excuse me if I – I'm sorry if I say your name wrong – Frank – Tilakina, I'm just gonna assume it's Tilakina. It begins with an N, but it doesn't have the the N is silent. Okay, so um, anyways,
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: that that guy. It's not like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I can say that all day. But anyway, very nice, Greek, very nice. So uh, LeBron went ahead and said that the uh, the Cavs, I mean, excuse me, the Knicks should have drafted Dennis Smith Jr. That he should have been a Nick. And the Knicks took offense to that, saying that who is he to think that he can, you know, go ahead and disrespect Frank Tilakina. So, (laughs) and so um, during the game with the Knicks, the Cavs came back from 23 down and ended up winning the game. But during the game, uh, Tilakina and LeBron get into like a little thing where LeBron wouldn't move. Tilakina bumps into him and nudges him a little bit. LeBron wouldn't move out of his way. And it turned into a little feud to where Enos Cantor comes over, who is a man who can't shut his mouth, goes ahead, and and he sticks up for Tilakina, so I give him respect for that. But he comes afterwards, and he, after the game is over, and he just
2: calls out LeBron. For- now, hold on. Before we get you're, – you're, you're getting way far ahead of this. I want to, like, break this down. So I love LeBron, and I don't really know this rookie guy for the Knicks. Right. But I feel like – LeBron was a tad bit ignorant (laughs) the way when the the rookie dude, I'm not going to try to say your name dude sorry Like, he's going down to pick up the ball. LeBron really did not have to tower over him the way that yeah. he stood over him. That was kind of ignorant. He
4: would not move away from him. He stood right by him. So, it was, it was kind of petty on So, LeBron if I was in his shoes, I would have pushed LeBron, too. Yeah, like, I mean, get off me, bro. He, he stood up to him. So, I give him respect for that. But it was after the game when Cantor goes ahead and, and makes comments about how, uh, what are they calling you nowadays? The king, the queen, the princess, whatever they call you. And LeBron's comments were, yeah, uh, that's corny. And then he goes ahead and he says, "Yeah, I'm the I'm the king. My wife, <laughs> you almost is, messed that oh, up, right? Right. I'm from Cleveland. I can't do that. I'm the king. <laughs> my wife is the queen, and my daughter is the princess. So yeah, we've got the whole squad. So he, it was a nice little controversy. But the king of New York, LeBron, again,
2: just killing it." What wasn't the that picture? He went to the middle of the court in New York and posted, "I'm the new king of New York." Or oh, something. He
4: he. There's always something with this team. Did you have you seen the Arthur? The post? Arthur memes. The Arthur memes are hilarious. Just exp- expressing their mood with Arthur memes. The the cartoon Arthur. It is hilarious <laughs> watching this team right now. And again, they're winning. So well, they're back to winning. Uh, so we're good. But um, <laughs> then LeBron gets back in the news because uh, of course our favorite non-favorite person in the world Draymond Green goes ahead and has some comments Eric you know what uh you want to go ahead and take this
3: kicks McGee we should just call him kicks McGee kicks McGee yeah
2: you know what back when they did the MLB like nickname jerseys that would be a great nickname for (laughs)
4: Draymond (laughs) Green if if the
3: NBA (laughs) did that kicks (laughs) McGee
4: no, or just kicks in general.
3: <laughs> with an X, right. like the cereal. <laughs>
4: nobody likes
2: them. <laughs>
3: it, makes right. it makes perfect sense. <laughs>
2: uh, he, came, he I don't have the exact quote, but he came out and he said something along the lines of Cavs fans should be worried due to the fact that LeBron is getting so many minutes in the month of November that nobody should be logging this many minutes this early in the season. And I hate Draymond Green with a passion. Got him? Yeah, that's you look like him. Um,
4: <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, I, that's just I. I don't even know the man, and I hate him. And that's a strong word for me. But as much as I hate him, he has a point. Like. I, I don't want to say I necessarily agree with him, but it is November. It is early, and LeBron is putting in more minutes than he probably should be right now.
4: He, he's right around – I think he's right around 40 minutes a game. I know 48-minute game, he's playing 40 minutes. Right, that's Where too you much probably, right now. You probably want the man at about 33, 34 minutes, so he's playing a lot. He he really is. So I I'll, I'll agree that he might be playing it, but I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, the Cavs have this year, and then they have a question mark on what LeBron's going to do after this year. So guess what? It's all about this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, but you don't want him to crap out at the end of the year because he's so tired from playing so many minutes earlier on in the year. But who's
4: the one that's saying that he his minutes are too high? Is it him or is it everybody else? Mm. He's not. He's okay with it. He's as, He's on the floor. He's out there. He knows that he needs to be out there. Let's also take into perspective the fact that Derrick Rose is hurt, Isaiah Thomas is hurt. A lot of rotation of the guys that they want to have in the game are not there, and I think that that's playing a key part in why he's playing a little more minutes because he has to do a little bit more. Once those guys all get back, I think his minutes will
2: decrease, but we shall see how that all works out. You know, what? we got to take a quick break. We'll get Christy's thoughts on that topic when we come back here on Necessary Roughness.
1: If you're looking to increase productivity for your firm or medical office without increasing your expenses, then call Morrow Paralegal Services and let our experienced professionals provide you with quality work at reasonable rates. We provide paralegal services to attorneys, medical and law firms, and the general public. Give us a call at 216-273-6134. That's 216-273-6134. Again, that's 216-273-6134 at Marl Paralegal Services. Not an attorney. We do not give legal advice.
2: Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. This is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. And the Brian Blankenship. What up? Before we went to break, we were talking about LeBron James and everything going on with New York and the Dr- Draymond Green comments. Christy didn't get a chance to get her two words in, so what do you got?
3: My <laughs> two words? Thanks. I'm a woman. I have a lot more That's than That's more than two words. I'm going to punch you later. Um, (laughs) Two words. Unreal.
2: (laughs) Christy, how do you feel about all the LeBron stuff?
3: Um, Well, we were discussing that he's getting a lot of minutes um, for it only being November. And like, who's worried about it? Are we worried about it? Or is he worried about it? Um, Well, there's a couple factors. Sure, he might not be worried about it because he feels that he owns that team and he can do whatever he wants. You mean he doesn't Um, own it? (laughs) No, No, he does. He definitely does. Um, But so he's he's probably like, yeah, it's let's, you know, I'll I'll play all the minutes that I want to play. But is he used to playing this? So, I mean, he might feel good now. But it's hard to say how he's going to feel in, you know, January, February um, after the turn of the year and this many more minutes, you know, on his clock. So um, he he personally might not be worried about it, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't because we're looking at it as an outside perspective. You always think that you can do more than you can handle. My very first save as a lifeguard, I have a point, I promise, um, was on (laughs) a guy on my college swim team. He was doing uh, the Greek games, you know, how um, f- fraternities and sororities compete in like these games and stuff like that. Well, it was the, the swimming. It was like the aquatics and I was guarding for it. And I was watching two of my teammates do underwater and he had done a 75, which is three laps underwater. Like, honestly, even in my heyday, I could maybe do one and a half and he did three. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And what had happened was he really wanted to beat it his teammate and he went too far and he actually passed out underwater and I had to go in and, and do a rescue on him. He was fine. It was all okay. Like we didn't even call it EMS or anything like that, but everybody always thinks that they can do more than they're capable of, especially hyper-competitive people. And if he feels like he has to pick up the slack from our, our injured, um, players, you know, he's probably going to be pushing it to the max. So I think time will tell whether it's going to take a toll on him or not. Maybe midseason um, when we get healthy, a healthy bench again, he'll, bring, he'll recoup some of those minutes and take a little bit of a break and kind of get a reprieve. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But
4: I'm going to say just a few things to that real quick. One, just like we, always, we keep mentioning, the players that are injured. Tristan Thompson's injured right now. Tristan plays about 20, 25 minutes a game. There's 20, 25 minutes a game that are going to be lost to somebody else, including possibly LeBron. Derrick Rose has missed games. He's already on a, t- a uh, minutes restriction, which is about 20 to 25 minutes a game. Instead of if you, you're you starting point guard, you usually expect him to play 30 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. So he's on a minutes restriction too, but he's not out there right now. When he's out there, that right there, that's another 20, 25 minutes. That's 50 minutes alone. When Isaiah Thomas comes back, we all know Isaiah Thomas is a, is one of the best players in the NBA. He played about 30, 30, he probably played about 35 minutes per game last year, maybe even up to closer to 40, not right away when he gets back, but eventually he's going to play those 30, 35 minutes a game. That's a lot. That is almost a hundred minutes in the game between five different positions that will be gone right now. LeBron is, is forced into action, but my biggest concern with it is guess whose fault. This is LeBron James. And you know why? If you made a a commitment to Cleveland instead of signing this one-year deal, two-year deal with a player option on the second one, if we knew you were committed here, we wouldn't have to even worry about doing this because we knew we would want to save you for long run. But we don't know that we have LeBron next year. So guess what? We are going to use him as much as we can and take advantage of the weapon that we have while we have it. That's just my personal take on
2: it. And who knows if we had known that if we could have persuaded more players to come here in the offseason.
4: And and his minutes would have decreased then. Right. But, so, I mean, at the end of the day, it's LeBron's own own situation.
2: I'm just worried that he's not going to be able to pull off these uh, notorious rundown blocks he is known for doing. The one thing that I that I'm noticing about... <laughs> I,
4: got to- I like how I wasn't he did it. At he yeah, it. He meant he's yeah, like, that that the rundown smooth. blocks. Yeah.
2: I was really trying to make That's a smooth right. transition Ta-da. there, but you totally messed it I up.
4: <laughs> I was literally supposed to go, oh, Christy, what do you have for us?
3: <laughs> we have a new game show host. Go ahead, Christy.
2: All right. So now is the time of the show where we're going to throw it to Christy so she can do the rundown. Ooh,
3: ooh. <laughs> uh, well, I will not do as well as Darvio did last week, but I'll uh, do my best. Gosh, she's
2: so she's so humble. I love you. (laughs) It's her segment, and she can't even take credit for it.
4: Darvio's here too early.
3: (laughs) That's what you get. I pinched him. Ow!
4: Don't bring up Darvio till the next segment. Um, He's not allowed in here.
3: All right. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones accused by the NFL of quote conduct detrimental to the league's best interests. A letter was sent by the NFL to Jones's attorneys. NFL Commissioner, speaking of the NFL... Roger Goodell, oh, all our favorites, is asking for $49.5 million a year, a lifetime use of a private jet, and lifetime health insurance for his family in contract extension negotiations. These claims are uh, being mildly uh, disputed by the NFL, but that is a lofty goal, so we'll see. That
4: dude's insane. Yeah.
3: The players are not happy, I will say that. There's a lot of negativity Uh, I'm not even,
4: he's just insane. That. That's too much money.
3: So we'll see. Especially for somebody who is not as well liked as right. good old Raj. Yep. But, um, oh, we got some awards this week. So that's that's always fun. Um, The American League Manager of the Year, uh, Paul Molitor, so congrats to you. And the National League, Tori Lavolo.
4: She pronounced that so well, Molitor. Well,
3: I'm trying to read your writing. It's so tiny there.
2: It's Paul Molitor.
3: Molitor. Okay, I'm
2: sorry. Paul Molitor.
3: You know, I probably would have pronounced it the same way. Right.
2: (laughs) Go ahead. I got your back, Christy. Oh,
3: thanks, Eric. Sorry for pinching you, kind of.
2: (laughs) I don't have your back anymore.
3: Two Cy Young Award winners, two-time winner Corey Kluber, aka the Klubot, and in the National League, Max Scherzer. So, congrats to, to you both. Also, MVP for the American League is Jose El Tuve I know Brian well you were deserving. talking about him. Well, yeah, deserving. earlier this the year, guy
4: is a, He's he's literally like five foot six, and he is a monster. Of a What's man. wrong
2: with being five foot six? Yeah, what is
3: wrong with being five being foot six? Being a man and
2: being five foot six. I'm a man and I'm five foot six. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we going with this? <laughs> Who won the National League MVP, Christy <laughs> the, That's what the I thought.
3: NL NL MVP. <laughs> this is so fun to say. So don't make me laugh. Giancarlo Stanton.
4: That's a monster of a man who is not five. Six.
2: <laughs> You're he, fired.
4: He's six five.
3: Six five You and know five what?
2: Six. I might be five six, but my dad is six foot seven. So I literally got the short end of the I, stick. <laughs> like, like, I'm like an inch or two taller than my mother.
3: That might be the funniest thing you've ever <laughs> that said. Is, that is by far the best thing you have ever <laughs> <laughs> said ever.
4: Oh man, dude! If you had Jose Altuve's <laughs> skills, <laughs> oh, not everybody comes that way. Okay, <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm a little bit too round for <laughs> you know, Like,
4: like who, who, who else is 5'6"? That's pretty good. That was pretty good. How tall think was of? Muggsy Bogues? Muggsy Bogues, five foot five.
3: Okay, yeah. So Earl you Boykins, got, you got an inch. It's on, always it's on always Muggsy.
4: NBA point guards. Yeah, how, right.
2: How tall was Sean Kemp?
4: Sean Kemp was 6'10", 6'9",
2: 6'10". Was he really? What were you thinking? What? That he was yeah. five, I was six? just thinking about a fat he's, all-star. He's a power forward. <laughs> he was thinking fat. <laughs> now, I, was, six I was thinking ten. fat. Now, you know, Dr- Draymond
4: Green is only technically 6'6", six six and he plays center, which is crazy because most centers in the NBA are 7'6". Yeah, six, right. Seven. Well, and yeah.
2: so you can give me a fat all-star. I don't want to talk about this anymore because um, I don't compare. Uh, Charles Barkley? Uh, well, wait,
3: he's fat now. Well, it wasn't fo- really. Wait,
2: well, no, no, no.
4: In uh, in in uh, baseball, there's pitcher CC Sabathia for the longest. Has
2: been- oh, He's matters. not five six. Oh, you oh, we're talking about five six too. Yeah, I want somebody similar to my height and size. Well, you
3: said fat. We're just thinking of
2: oh, um, <laughs> CC Sabathia. I think of a yeah.
4: UFC fighter that's a little, yeah. So UFC uh, fighter. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who who else it could be. Don't who- say Butterbean. No, not Butterbean. I'm Butterbean Bean literally- Junior. Uh, big Pudge. country, Roy Nelson. Pudge Rodriguez. No, but he's probably he's like 6'2". He's always six been two. a little pudgy. I can't think of nobody. This has totally gone off the rails. Eric, you can set the trend right now.
2: <laughs> Let's hey, do this. Hey,
3: listeners. Check out our Facebook page, Necessary Roughness, and drop us a comment on anybody that's five six and a little husky. <laughs> Good call.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We'll be back here on Necessary Roughness.
1: This is Darvio the Kingpin Morrow. I want you to check out my new song, Unconditional, featuring Dan Smith. People, I, not I know that I'm a harshest critic. I'm just trying to deal with it. I take it back because this ain't complicated. Yo, it's simple. We all looking for something no, that's I'm unconditional. First, no, i no. made my mistakes and now. But all I want is love. Get unconditional now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records.
2: Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. Now comes the part of the show that is everybody's either most favorite or least favorite segment. (laughs) Uh, called the Fantasy Pick 6. Christy, start us off with the games that we will not be picking.
3: All right. We got, at 1 o'clock, we got the Jags at Browns, Lions at Bears, Bucks at Dolphins, Kansas City at Giants, and Redskins at Saints. At 425, we got the Pats at Raiders, and at 830, we got the Eagles at the Cowboys. That should be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, be sure to check those out. All
4: right. I don't want to do this.
3: (laughs) No, do it, do it, do it.
4: Dario's here, (laughs) so yeah, y'all forgot to introduce me.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's not good. Welcome. I didn't
2: introduce anybody to start out the segment. So, (laughs) so, so so, since people are being left out, don't forget, I'm Eric E. Will Williams (laughs) alongside Christy Maggard. Hello, the Brian Blankenship. I'm here and darvio the kingpin morrow from the outlaws radio show
1: yes that's Yay. more like it How does, everybody does everybody feel do included
2: it? now
4: yeah. <laughs> yes there we go all right just because i want to get this over and done with because <laughs> i don't like the the way that the uh, that my momentum is gone <laughs> um, so this past week eric congratulations to you Good for, for you what? six and oh week
1: that wait, what? Like, yes. Yeah. That sounded like it was painful and for you so to say.
2: I, wait, I actually had a good week for once? Not a good week. You had a, a great week. week. I had a perfect, a perfect, week. Week. A perfect, perfect. week. I bet you I'm still in last place, though. You are still in last place. That's sad when I can't have a perfect week one. and still be in last place. <laughs> Christy went 5-1. and one,
3: Yeah, Darby 0-4-2, and,
4: and I sadly went 3-3 three and three
3: again. So who's in first place so out, of, first, out of the four of us? Three of you are guys. Who's in first place? We have to beat the librarian.
4: 41-20, and Christy. He is in first place. Okay, yeah. Darvio, 37 24, a few games back. Okay. Eric, you are catching up to me. I am 31 and 30, only one game over 500, and you're 29 and 32. You're Ooh. three games.
2: I'm um, almost at 500. You are yes. going
4: to lose your reputation. I am literally. I'm, as the football encyclopedia, if, if, if Eric, you let that man beat if you. If he beats me, I. We'll figure. Well, I'm some gonna figure of them, something though,
3: out. in your defense <laughs> though, some week, of them you pick just to pick against. Yeah, us, I tr- like, well,
4: I picked the games to go them. ahead and be somewhere near as close as possible. Yeah. But also that I know that that I'm hoping we'll have different picks, and that I know I'll have a different pick, so I could try to catch up. Yeah. You know, obviously, I- I'm manipulating the system a little bit. It ain't working. <laughs>
3: so,
2: but let's go ahead. I should
3: have and- worn my tiara this week, by the oh way, because. <laughs> I don't think next week is going to be a very good week for me. <laughs> the queen of the
2: show games. has spoken. Right. Yes,
3: I really do have a real life Tiara. I, I believe I it.
1: I totally believe. We it. We are going to go over this first <laughs> it's game. <going> you two
3: thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> first game on our our
4: slate here is the Ravens four and 5 they We're going to head to Green Bay to play the Packers. Packers are five and four. Um, both teams are struggling offensively. Obviously, the loss of Aaron Rodgers doesn't help the Packers. Yikes, um, yeah. But the Ravens, you know, can't really stop the run. So uh Christy, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It this is a really hard one for me. Um, but I, I picked the Packers. That's that's my instinct, but
2: got it. We'll see. Eric. I just want to say that every game you gave us this week was really hard for me to pick.
3: Yeah, really hard. I
4: just literally just randomly chose. Like
3: I, Well, I hate <laughs> when you randomly
2: choose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm don't going
3: do
4: Ravens. It again. Ravens, Darby.
1: Uh, you know what? Uh, this one is very tough. Uh, I'm going to go
4: Packers, but I'm not very confident about it. Got gotcha, you, because I am literally in the same boat. I picked the game, and I have no idea what to pick. So I'm just going to go with the home team. I'm going to take Green Bay.
3: Yeah, that
2: I'm was the part only of it. one that took it's the Ravens. The yes, yeah. so this is how you come back. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> the only I'm actually going to say, you mentioned that the Ravens can't stop the run. Yeah. Don't forget Jones for the Packers. anti Montgomery are supposedly going to be out.
4: Jamal Williams.
2: Jamal Williams. Yep. Who is relatively unknown. Okay. Uh, Rams, 7-2. and two. Not shocking.
4: They're really good. Uh, they're going to head to Minnesota and play the really good Minnesota Vikings, who are also 7-2. and two. I'll start with you, Darvio. You know what?
1: Again, this is a tough one. But I think I'm going
2: to go with the Rams. All right. Eric. I'm actually taking the Rams as well and Christy
3: oh my gosh you guys stop copying off of me
2: <laughs>
3: I'm going the Rams too I, but this is really difficult you know what yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tell Viking, you right now the Vikings at home I mean that's the
4: Vikings at home are very hard to pick against right. But I am also taking the Rams here I yeah. have to
2: wow that surprised me because I really thought Brian was gonna say he was taking the Vikings I, I know, want I, I always want to but I have
4: other reasons that we don't need to talk about them while I'm taking the Rams. <laughs> okay um Cardinals Cardinals four and five they're gonna head to Houston to play the Texans who are three and six Eric who you got
2: this was probably the, the hardest game for me it to was choose. bad quarterback like play
4: Blaine the Gabbert worse who is in the NFL instead of Colin Kaepernick Blaine Gabbert will be starting <laughs> for the Cardinals and Tom Savage for Savage for the uh, Texans who you got
2: uh I'm gonna say the Texans Yeah, Texans Christy
3: I'm gonna go Cardinals but I don't know. <laughs> I was still
2: undecided until you said Blaine
4: Gabbard.
1: <laughs> In the battle of BS teams, I am going to go Cardinals for the toilet bowl.
4: All right. <laughs> on that note, I am going to take the Texans at home right. again. When you don't know split. who to pick, you go with the home, home team. team. That's, that's just what I'm doing. That's a good point. That's, a, that's my and plus again other reasons.
3: Yeah, um, but then I'd pick the home team on every single one of these <laughs> games, and that's just not a good.
4: Strategy. It happens. It that happens does, from time to time. Uh, Buffalo Bills five and four making a quarterback change. Nathan Peterman, rookie from Pitt, will be starting over Tyrod Taylor uh big news is tyra taylor is not happy about it actually even said we'll look more into it possibly next week if it goes any further but uh a lot of controversy is is that it's a race thing he thinks is why he's being yeah so um we'll look into that as it gets as it kind of um the fire starts to burn a little more there uh the bills five and four at uh the los angeles chargers of san diego <laughs> i got it right this time <laughs> three and six yeah. but
2: the chargers play a lot of close games a ton of them yeah so who do you have eric i'm taking the chargers just because of that heartbreaking loss in overtime last week
4: to jacksonville yeah mm. 17 14 they had it <laughs> or no was it 2017 i think
2: i don't know i just know it was by yeah the it was a heartbreak
4: yeah. yep. darvio who you got
1: you know what? I am going to go with the Buffalo Bills.
4: Got it. And Christy?
3: Uh, the Chargers have an overall better offense and defense, so I'm going to go Chargers.
4: I am also going to go with the Chargers, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. Again, I, I'm yeah. not 100% again.
3: on any of these Me games. Me either. I don't They're feel
4: confident about any none of, of these. Them, Game none number of them. four, and once again. I have took in the home team because tooken? I don't know. He yeah, tooken- he took it. Listen, uh. I can do what I want. I can took in anything I want. All right,
1: <laughs> he's on ESPN. He can say absolutely. Absolutely. He took in absolutely. Took
3: all I want. <laughs> I got my spectacles on today. I saw that grammatical error.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she
4: did catch that quick. Uh. What?
1: That's the librarian tooken. look. She, right. My
4: word. Uh, next game: Cincinnati Bengals three and six. They're going to head all the way to Denver to play the Broncos, who are also three and six. Two bad teams again. This is the bad team week. All right? I'm going to start this one off. I'm just going to go with the home team. I'm going to take Denver because they're at home. Christy?
3: This one's probably the only one I'm pretty confident about. Yeah, I'm going Broncos
2: for sure. Eric? I'm confident. I'm taking the Bengals because of Brock Osweiler.
1: And (laughs) Darvio. You know what? I'm kind of in the middle because I feel Brock Osweiler is such trash that I really don't want to pick them. So you know what? I'm gonna roll the dice with my outlaw buddy and I'm gonna say Bengals.
4: I gotta I gotta tell you guys something. I actually wrote Cincinnati on here to win and then I just took Denver so just like most of us here have already changed their pick one time at some point in time, <laughs> I'm changing it. I'm taking the Bengals. <laughs> All right. Cuz it's already written on here. So not, I can't change that. Not
2: the first time Brock I've been stand so <laughs> trash that he throws a pass out of bounds and hits somebody
1: in the head. <laughs> Hot garbage. <laughs> All
4: right. Last game on the slate, the Monday night game. Good game Falcons. They are th- excuse me, 5 and 4, heading to Seattle to play against the 12th Man and the Seahawks uh who are 6 and 3. Um, Darvio, go ahead now,
1: I feel pretty strongly about this one. I'm going Seahawks,
4: all right, Christy, who you got?
3: I'm going for the Seahawks as well. All right, I'm gonna put mine in here
4: um when at fault again, go with the home team, even though I was gonna pick them anyways, so I'm <laughs> gonna take the Seattle Seahawks cause I don't like Atlanta, <laughs> at least the Falcons or the Hawks,
3: yeah, part of that was or just the Braves. To go <laughs> Eric.
4: <laughs> or the Thrashers who don't exist no more in <laughs> hockey. <laughs> or their Atlanta soccer team. Okay, go ahead. you're Well, then.
2: me on the other hand, I love the Atlanta Falcons. They're my favorite NFC team, which is gonna surprise you guys that I'm all taking I'm also taking the Seahawks. I don't, I oh, yeah, you I, like, is I this pick, the
1: first time pick you've picked against I think this is the first yeah. time I've picked yeah. against
2: Atlanta? It, it is but the first first time. I'm taking the Seahawks at home. Their yeah. crowd is insane. In, in nuts. All right.
4: Well good luck to everybody. Hope it all works out for none of you except for me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I can overtake uh third place. Right.
1: Oh we won't be we won't be on uh next week, so
2: happy Thanksgiving everyone. Happy Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving from the necessary roughness crew. We are out of here.